Back to the press box. Now back to Frank Cusimano and Bob Ramsey on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. And welcome back. Hollywood Casino Press Box, all new, 590 The Fan, Frank and Bob, here till 12. Bob is actually leaving in 30 minutes on his way to Philadelphia to do a couple of Billiken games this week on the East Coast. Rob Range joins us now. Rob, good to be with you. How are you, sir? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What? Uh, when are you headed down there? Next week. Very nice. Not to, not to Philadelphia, but the uh, place far down south. <laughs> I'll swap. <laughs> hey. I've been to Philadelphia before, although not in February, I don't think. The, uh, yeah, you know, the, uh, what was it, WC Fields, all things considered, I'd rather be in Philadelphia. Not me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we we were talking before you came on about Mason Wynn. Keith Law yes, had him, you know, high in his top 100. And we were a little, um, Frank and I were a little um, surprised at um, how many folks in the media and fans question whether he can hit. I don't know. If he's, you know, I don't know what he ultimately will be, but I went through and it's pretty interesting. And you saw him through all these levels, Rob, talking about Mason Wynn. Typically starts out a little slow, then gets red hot and through the minors would get promoted. Right. Start slow, start slow, figure it out and get red hot. And along with batting average, which people can dismiss it or love batting average. His on-base percentage, even when he didn't hit very well, except maybe maybe that one stop in Peoria, um, remained very high, um, regardless of the batting average. So with that skill set, I expect him, I said earlier, I wanted to get your reaction, that he should at least be, at least, a competent big league hitter. Yes, and I think the, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is don't forget at every level that he's played at throughout the minor league system, he's been one of the younger players in the league Yep. in that particular league. So he's also trying to play up to the league average as far as his age goes, too. Right? Absolutely. And he'll, be one of the, and he'll be one of the youngest players in the in the big league roster, too, for this year. So um, I, I have no doubts that he's going to hit enough. I mean, I don't know how much power he's got. I mean, will he hit? You know what? I, I actually think this. I think now that I think about, it, I hadn't really thought about it until you asked me the question. But I would think that you know, two years from now, three years from now, when he's got himself established a little bit and as an everyday player, I think you're going to see somebody that's equivalent to Tommy Edmond as far as average on base percentage, home runs, and, and and play Gold Glove caliber defense. That's short stuff. Rob Rains with us, Hollywood Casino Press Box. All right, so you give me what you think his numbers will be like next year offensively, and what they will be maybe three years from now. Just a prediction. So we're talking about 2024 numbers or 2025 numbers? This season, yeah, 2024. This season. Okay, I think he'll hit 275, eight home runs, 50 RBIs, you know, play good you know, glove caliber defense. Still 20 bases? He'll draw more, still 20 bases, draw more walks than strikeouts. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. I'm not I'm, it's a, about the last player I'd be worried about if I'm a Cardinal, you know, front office person that I'm penciling into my starting lineup is Mason Wynn. And then, what what do you think he could be though four years from now? I think he could probably. I think he could. I think he could be a 300 hitter in the big leagues, and I think he could probably hit 15 home runs. 
good. I'm looking at numbers. Is is all counting good uh, good starts, bad starts, finishes, whatever. 272 in the minor leagues with a 351 on base. If he duplicated that in the big leagues, everybody would be absolutely thrilled. And I, I think that's realistic, especially yeah. for, even for this season. Yeah, I do. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, Victor Scott, also in Keith Law's top 100. Um, well, the one thing that I think that really jumps out at me ab- about him is his ability to get on base. Now, he hits well, 303, but he also draws his walks, and he's got a little pop, too, with an 805 OPS. Yeah, the thing he worked on this winter was to try to get a little more exit velocity. We got a little faster path speed, so he get a little more extra velocity, you know, exit velocity so he could hit the ball a little farther and maybe hit a few more home runs. You know, the interesting thing about him is if you look at his numbers, and I don't have them in front of me, but you guys probably do because you got a computer sitting there, he's hit better at every level he's been at. When, when he started yeah. out, he did okay, but then every, every level he's moved up in the system, and you got to, th- you know, you think, okay, well, that's the next challenge. You know, it's always harder to do that, but he's actually hit, hit better as he's gotten, you know, uh, higher up in the system. And I think part of that's just from experience. You know, he really hadn't played right last year, 20, you know, 23 was his first full season in the minor leagues. So, you know, I, I think the sky's the limit for him, too. I think, you know, we're going to see him playing center field here by. You know, the all-star break, that's my prediction. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Rob. And I saw him play a couple of times in Springfield. And his, uh, you know, when you, when you think of all the stolen bases, I think Cardinal fans immediately think of Vince Coleman, which is great, who w- was tremendous. But let's face it, Vince was Vince was a single slap hitter. He, he used the turf. He was smart about it. He was terrific. But mm-hmm. I, I've seen... Um, I've seen Victor Scott. I saw him hit a bomb about 415 feet, 420 feet out to dead center on a line. Um, the guy is not just a Judy hitter. Correct. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, he's, he's a strong, strong guy. And you know, the interesting thing is all the part of the reason that I think Scott has shot up through the system so well, is, especially with the stolen bases, is the work and the advice he's gotten from Vince. You know, they've become pretty yeah. good friends yes. over the last year or so, and, and uh, he's given him a lot of instruction and a lot of you know tape, you know ideas as far as you know how to study video and how to get reads on pitchers and and things like that. And yeah, you're right. I mean, the problem with this stolen base thing is two things. One is you can't get on, you can't steal a base if you don't get on base. So mm-hmm. you got to be able to get on on base to use your speed to to steal. And the second thing is, I and I hope I'm wrong on this, but I still think. At the major league level, the Cardinals just don't run as much as they should. I think they have Agreed. guys, you know, like right now, even without Scott, who can run and steal more bases than they, they do. Um, so I'm going to be curious to see with Wynn up here for a full season and once Scott gets here, if they kind of turn the – take those breaks off a little bit and let this club run a little more. I mean, I, I know I'm an old-school guy, but I still think you can win games with speed, pitching, and defense. You know, I don't think you have to hit the ball out of the ballpark every night to win a baseball game. I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. One guy who was once as highly regarded as Victor Scott in the organization is Dylan Carlson. Where does it stand with him now? Is he is he on the ball club for sure? And if he had a great spring, could he actually win a starting spot? What do you, how do you see this? I would think for him to win a starting spot, somebody has to either have a horrible spring or be injured. So I think right now they're planning on it being Newt Barb, um, Edmund, and, and yeah. 
Walker and right. So if, if one, like for example, if Mason Lynn would have a bad spring and they decide he needs a couple more months at AAA, Edmund slides back to shortstop, then Carlson can become your starting center fielder. But I, yeah. I just don't probably see that happening right now. I think he's penciled in as the, as the fourth outfielder. I mean, this is a big spring for him. This is a big season for him. He, you know, unfortunately, as, as good a prospect as he was, and you guys both know how much I've hyped Dylan over the years, is that you know he just hasn't had the ability to stay healthy for a full season. I think and, you know whether it's one little nagging injury after another. So he's got to come back. He had the surgery in, in uh, September, you know, on his ankle there. So hopefully he's he's had full you know time to recover and hopefully can go out there and, and stay healthy and prove that I I still he's still young. Was he 24 now? 25 at yeah. the most. Um, so you know he's still still a, a really young player. But he just has to be able to stay on the field and, and produce. I, I still think he can, but he might be starting to run out of time in this organization with some of the other guys that they have coming up. As usual, or maybe not as usual, but in particular this spring, um, watching how the Cardinals try to construct their bullpen. They brought in all these pitchers. They have holdover pitchers, a couple of young arms that will be, you know, busting their butts to try and make the team. How they come up with the, uh, what would it be, eight-man bullpen um, and how it's constructed, I think is going to be the most interesting day-to-day story uh, in Jupiter. I agree with you. I think they've got some really interesting guys. I'm going to write about two of them in the story I'm going to post tomorrow. I'm going to story I'm going to post tomorrow about Raleigh O'Brien and Ryan Fernandez, the you know, guys I picked up over the over the winter that maybe not as big of names as some of the other couple of the other guys because they don't have a big league experience, but they've got interesting stories to tell. They've got something in common, so I'll just tease you with that for the uh, the story tomorrow. But All right. um, yeah, to me, to me, you know, I, I think you've got guys that are that are probably locks barring injury and in Helsley, Gallegos, Romero, probably Middleton and and uh, Kittredge. But beyond that, you've got what seven or eight guys competing for three or four spots. How many left-handers are they going to keep? You know, what do they do with the guy like, you know, Libertor and, and Thompson, even though they probably can help him on, out in the bullpen, but would it be better off going back to Memphis and starting every day if they've got enough other bullpen guys that they can use? So I agree with you. I think that that battle and how the, they, they brought in some really interesting candidates here. So, and there's not going to be a spot for all of them on the HBA ball club. So it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes down. How much do you like the uh, Middleton signing? I do. I mean, I think, you know, last year certainly was the best year of his his career and you, I guess you look and say was that an outlier or can he keep that going again I mean that's the one that you have to, to, to figure out but certainly the numbers from last year were very very impressive especially once he got over to the Yankees so I think they're counting on him being a, a key piece in that bullpen Rob Rains with us Hollywood Casino Press Box all new 590 The Fan um, John Mozeliak was pretty definitive on sports on a Sunday morning a few days ago where he basically said we are out of the starting pitching market. Mm-hmm. But you still have Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell looking for work. And Montgomery certainly has a past here, and I'm sure everybody liked him, and he liked his experience here in St. Louis. What do you think? If if, if Boris doesn't get that four-year deal, do you, you think there's anything there? I, my, my gut feeling is no. My gut feeling is he's going back to Texas. And my gut feeling is that they're letting it slide this wrong because Texas is trying to get all its television money figured out and how they're going to be able to, to, uh, you know, do, you know, that with the Bally's thing. Uh, kind of, they were one of the teams that was the most affected by that. So I think once they can kind of figure that out or maybe figure out a way to, to, you know, backload the contract or something like that. So I, I mean, it could, there's some other clubs that could be interested too. You know, I've heard lately Philadelphia maybe make a late push. 
you know, Boston might do something, but I'd be I'd be very surprised at this point if he came back here. I just don't see, you know, even though I'd love to have him, I think he'd make the ball, ball club a better ball club. And I'm one of the guys that thought they needed to add another starting pitcher other than the three they got. But I I just don't see that happening. Rob, you mentioned you're going to Jupiter. Uh, are you going to make yes. an Arizona trip this year? Not uh, not in the spring. Okay. No, not not in the spring. So I uh, thought about it, but their timing wise didn't didn't work into the. the couple of stories that are out there that interested me to write, you know, just to, to kind of time it would take away from being in Jupiter wasn't, wasn't worth the trade-off. Uh, one more thought from my end is Bobby Wood Jr., of course, signed that 11-year, $288 million deal uh, last night with the Royals. And uh, it's kind of a two-part question. Was this connected with the Royals trying to build the stadium and needing help from the government, Casey? Um, that's one. And then two is I know he's a little bit further along in his career than Jordan Walker. He's 23, and he's already had a 30-homer season. But I'm wondering if this is something the Cardinals would be looking at, like after next season, if Jordan Walker goes berserk, locking him up long term. I can think, I can see that, yes, but I don't think it'd be an 11-year contract with, what, three option years on top of that? Yeah. yeah. I, I'd be surprised at that. That's too much. I mean, I think, you know, I'd like to see him lock up the arbitration years and maybe a year or two of free agency, you know, get a six-year contract, an eight-year contract, something like that. But I'd be surprised if the Cardinals went beyond, beyond that. You know, they just, that's not their track record. They're not trying to sell a stadium. Yeah, I think, I do think part of the Royals thing was they need, they know for them to, to get the, you know, everything approval that they want to, to move that state to, to build a stadium, they have to be a little bit better than they've been. That's part of the reason why I think they went out and signed some of the, the free agents they signed this winter. But you know, pretty good amount of money on free agents too to make, become a, a better ball club than that. And that's you know, that's not the. I mean, it's a good division. Texas is good. Seattle will be good. Obviously, Texas is the defending World Series champions. But I think the Royals feel like they can make some moves and get back up closer to the top of that division. You know, you know, within the next couple of years, and that'll help make that you know push for the new ballpark better too and you know, they just have made a commitment that what's going to be the guy they're going to build that team around for the future and it's good for him he got some guarantees and you know they've got a guy that now they can try to build around yeah and he's a good guy to build around 30 homers 49 steals a shortstop who's 23 years old holy cow pretty impressive yeah, i guess you're gonna pay that kind of money that's the kind of guy you want to give it to yeah all right rob we'll see you in jupiter thanks so much for your time sir all right guys but we'll say bob see you guys thank you rob range joining us we'll take a short time out we'll be right back